Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Listen to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, got a radio show. <laughs> Real glad about it, too. You know, um, I I, um, I hope that God always uh, keeps me in the frame of, frame of mind to try to be sharing and um, try to be uh, motivational and uplifting, even, even when it's not uh, felt. Or, or wanted by some people. I have people around me uh, who who seem to not benefit at all for anything, and I, I can sit with them and talk to them or take meetings with them to try to encourage them, and for whatever reason, you know, they want to just keep going the way they're going. Uh, when you run into people like that, uh, you have to pray for them. You have to just hope that one day uh, that they uh, release the chains on their mind and open up your mind to a new way of thinking. A couple of things I wanted to go over with you. I want you to all today, in terms of motivation, I want you to be aware of statements or old sayings that have been created that you hear over the course of time, and you may be applying them to your life, and I want you to be careful of some of them. Because some of these old sayings, man, are not designed for people who are dreamers, are not designed for people who have any aspirations of being extraordinary. These are not designs or or, or sayings that people who want to be extremely successful at anything or have high aspirations to put these sayings into your life. Let me give you an example. Statistics say. That's it. That's the one I want you to be careful about. Statistics 
say. Be very careful of stats. When a person says, you know, statistics say one out of every what? See, listen to me. These are things that sound like they're good, sound, solid advice, but they're setting you up for failure. And you can't adhere yourself to a lot of these sayings that's been passed down from generations. And it's not scripture. It it ain't in the scripture nowhere that statistics say. It's just some people. And a lot of people who have lost have come up with these sayings to justify why they keep losing or why they lost. When I was uh, first got started in the business, there were more stand-ups around now than it is today because the comedy boom in uh, 84, 85, uh, uh, it was gaining a lot of momentum. Comedy clubs, comedy nights everywhere. The statistic that a guy told me, I told him I wanted to be on the Johnny Carson show, the Tonight Show. The guy said one out of every 2,000 comedians ever make it to the Tonight Show. Okay. Now, when he told us that, some of the comedians in the room went, well, wow, man, that's, that's rough. Because a guy had also said that there was approximately 6,000 comedians in the country at that time. I don't know if it was true. I'm just telling you, a guy was out there spewing numbers. I have no idea how many it was. But he said one in every 2,000 will make it to the Tonight Show. And he let the air out of everybody in the room but me. So every night before I went on stage, I used to do this right here. That was the Tonight theme song. I was young, opening act, nowhere near Hollywood. Didn't I was in Cleveland telling jokes at one-nighters, but that was my thing. Because I was bent and determined that if it's one in 2,000, okay, why don't I just be the one? Be careful when people say statistics say, because they are set up to for failure if you're going to adhere to them. See, that one in so many, it one in so many people win the lottery, but if you don't play the lottery, you ain't going to be the one to hit. Now, when the dude hits, you go, wow, he was lucky, but he played. Here's another one. Maybe it's not meant to be. All right, let's go one step further. I guess it wasn't the Lord's will. Don't you dare blame God for something you may have not done yourself. Because you didn't get the proper education, because you didn't do the things you were supposed to do, because you didn't stay to the task, because you quit, turned around and went the other way. Now, maybe it's not, it wasn't the Lord's will. These are all statements that sound like sound advice, but they ain't all the time got nothing to do with you. Stop letting these old, fogey sayings get in your way of what can happen in your life. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Why? Who, who came up with this? Who came up with this? If you don't pour all your efforts into one thing, how are you going to be great at that one thing? If Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird had not played basketball sun up to sundown, 
These are guys that put all their eggs in one basket. See, what's, what's cool with putting all your eggs in one basket is you now can maximize your effort and laser beam what you're doing. If your basket is made out of faith, hope, hard work, and belief, then guess what? That's a good basket. I'm dumping all mine in it. Because ever since I was a young dude, I've been telling jokes. One thing, one thing only. Even when it got ugly and I was living in a car, I never quit telling them jokes, man. I just kept believing that them jokes was going to pay me one day. And I'd be doggone if it didn't. I ain't take no time off, go work at the Walmart, get me a job, go back to Ford and beg for my job back. Hey, man, put all your eggs in a basket. Just make sure that your basket is made up of faith, hope, belief, hard work. Your, your basket woven by God, what you tripping for? And then here's another one. Let me throw this one at you. Always have a plan B. Why do you have a plan B? Listen to me. In order to have a plan B, you have to stop working on plan A to formulate plan B. In order to have plan B to fall back on, you now have to stop your time working on plan A to apply some effort to have a plan B. So in case plan A don't work, you can fall back on plan B. Really? Who told you that? You're defeating yourself. Where is your faith? Where is your belief? At one point in time, you got to believe that God could do what he said he's going to do because he done done it for others. He'll most certainly do it for you. Be careful of these sayings that's out here that's aligned by losers and people to justify why they are not succeeding. Don't apply this stuff to your life and it ain't got nothing to do with you. You're going to mess yourself up. Get your plan A. Make it work. If it don't ever come to pass, get another plan A. All right? Okay. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, let me have your undivided attention. What I'm about to do now is unplanned, unrehearsed, have given it no prior thought. I don't do pre-show. So whatever I'm finna do, I don't even know what it is. If you don't know me, but now you will never, never, never know me. Ooh. No, sir. If you don't know me, but now if you don't, you will never, never, never know me. Ooh. We all got <laughs> oh, funny rules. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. And then there's Carla Pharrell. You better sing. Good morning, Steve. And then you come along <laughs> and a little boy named Junior. Morning, up. Morning, up. The next one's Old as hell. <laughs> Jam for the Brown. What's up, Steve Harvey? What's going the on? The Dim Nothing but a fool. Somebody dumber than all of me and you. Left you time. Me's a Top, top. Sing it on in, big dog. <laughs> 
That's it, man. I just, you know, I oh, told you. It? it was unrehearsed, unthought <laughs> of, ain't worked it out, ain't You don't it. even know what you're going to do. No, you I don't even know what I did. Yeah, you don't even know what it is I did. Only you and the Lord. Only the Lord. Only the universe. Only the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, Monday, how you feeling? Weekend is over. Man, I actually, um, I'm actually having weekends again. I'm back at work, full time, family feud. Uh huh. Two COVID tests a week. Wow. Everybody that comes on that lot, on that mm-hmm. stage, has to be COVID tested twice a week, has to test negative, and get a different color band every day you get your temperature checked. You can't even come in the studio. They not playing at Family Feud. All the families is tested. All the families have to wear masks until game time. Mm-hmm. My podium is eight feet away from all contestants, and instead of going from side to side, I stand in the middle in a gray area and talk to the contestants from there. Social distancing. When we turn around to play fast money, I don't even touch people no more. I don't even see them. I'm eight feet away from them (laughs) the whole whole time. If Family Feud was running the country, we'd be ready to open back up. Yes. (laughs) Donald Trump a call. Yeah. All right, coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, uh, get ready. It is that time. You know what time it is. Ask the CLO, Steve's favorite segment, the Chief Love Officer, or CLO, as Tommy calls it. We'll get into that right after this. Get ready, Steve Harvey. Stay ready. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, it is time for you to help some listeners with Ask the CLO, okay? And if you want Steve to help you with your love problems, you can submit your questions to steveharveyfm.com. Are you ready, sir? One more time. Stay ready. Stay ready. <laughs> Let's go. This one is from LaToya and Callie. LaToya says, my sister is married, but she also tells me that she's in a committed relationship with her boyfriend. She thinks her boyfriend loves her because he makes time to have sex with her on deserted roads and in flea bag motels. She has no idea of what real commitment is, and I'm sure she's addicted to the sex. She's ready to leave her husband for him, but he will not leave his wife for her. I'm afraid she's about to really mess up her life, and I refuse to let her do it. How can I get her to see the light? Well, I mean, her boyfriend has a wife that he's not leaving his wife for because he knows that he can have sex with you on the side of the road and in flea-ridden hotels. He can't take his wife on the side of the road and put her in no flea-bitten hotel. Hell no. (laughs) So why would he leave the woman with standards to go with the one that ain't got none? Right. Uh Now, you're going to give up your husband, which obviously you ain't putting the right time in with him anyway. I don't know what you could tell your sister except to stop before she blows her life, but she's already jacked up. Yeah. So I don't know. Sometimes these things have to play out. Yeah. It's, it's like a junkie. Uh, you know, if if uh, if the junkie don't want to get help, you can want to help the junkie all you want. You know, we ain't hear a junkie. Indeed. I was curious. Well, you to need to hear junkie. <laughs> Can I still use that term? Because junkie is a good ass term. Because junkie, <laughs> junkie, junkie remind you of what's really happening. Explain to our younger crowd what a junkie is. <laughs> Addict yeah. is someone yeah. who's addicted to some t- something. Yeah. You could be addicted, addicted to, to pain pills. Mm-hmm. You could be addicted to sex. You could be addicted to drugs, mm-hmm. alcohol, 
That's a mm-hmm. food. Yeah. A junkie is just on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> These are it. drugs on. This ain't no damn alcohol. These ain't painkillers. <laughs> a junkie ass is on 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 drugs. Mm-hmm. Damn that damn junk. Yeah. He's so stupid. I know. That's great. Thanks so for I breaking it down. All right. And I want to make sure I got that out the way for Mississippi Monica jumped in here with her two damn degrees to give you the technical term of it. So that's what it is. That's what a junkie is. I don't right, care what you. she say with all that education. What, one more time. What is it again? A junkie just on drugs. <laughs> All right, all right. So Mel Brown, LSD, heroin. Uh-huh. Uh, 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 we uh, know what drugs are. All that, all that junk. Okay, that's a junk. Myth, myth. All right, I think we're all clear now. Yeah, clarity. So yes, sure. yes. Yeah, it's a good thing. We're moving on. Nene in uh, Southfield, Michigan, says, "I've been married for eleven years, and my husband and I have done quite well for ourselves." Because of this, my husband's family is always hitting us up to borrow money, and my husband believes in sharing the wealth. I don't, and I have asked him to stop giving money to grown people that can hustle and work hard like we do. He says I'm selfish, and it's a blessing to help others. So I hit his checkbook and changed the passcode on our debit cards. If he wants to give them money, he can get it from his personal savings account. He's furious. Am I wrong? No, here's the Uh deal. This is the way it works. Let me help you understand something. Every married couple should have minimum four bank accounts. The savings account where both of you all put your all money in there and it saves in a personal account and it pays for all the bills that you have to survive on. House, rent, car notes, dang, 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 dang. The next account is a joint savings account that requires two people to uh, attach a signature Uh to to move the money. The other account is your personal account as a woman and his personal account as the man. Once you divide that up and decide who gets what, he can take all his personal money and give it to all his damn family members if mm-hmm. he wants to. But it cannot affect the household budget. That's mm-hmm. the way it works. So yeah. once you all decide on what the allowance is for each one of you, he, he, he can take it outside, put it in a, in a rain barrel, and set it on fire if he wants to. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow. And then, then you ain't got to worry about it. But what he can't expect you to do is take money out the bank right. that you could be doing something mm-hmm. for your family and what you want to save for. Just split it up in the four bank accounts and what he do with his money every month, person, he can loan it out, buy a cigar, do whatever he want to do. Mm-hmm. That's how we yeah. do it in my house and it cold down on everything. I can't mm. say nothing Old about drama. what she do with her money. No, man. She do what mm-hmm. she want to do. That's her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If she want to save her money up to buy something really expensive in a few months, she do that. If I don't want to spend none of my money that month, which I can as long as I'm working, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't do that. Then look up and I had a little extra money, you know, I might do something crafty, but I always end up doing something for them any damn way. <laughs> Remember when we were in L.A., Steve, in the studio, and you every day somebody would come by with something else, some suits, some shoes. <laughs> Yeah, but see, Cheryl, I was on limited budget back then. Yeah, you would be I shopping right in the studio. I wasn't quite as ballerific <laughs> as I am today. I know. We oh, had a man. revolving door. Point. We really yeah, did. Boy. Hats one day, glasses the next junior. Oh, it Brother was lit. man, huh? All right, we're moving on. This is, for, <laughs> this is from I Sean and Hoover. <laughs> he says, I'm 26 years old, and I was hospitalized for coronavirus uh, before... 
Uh, because of complications from asthma, I've been out of the hospital two weeks and my family has shunned me. They are Trump supporters and they don't believe the virus is an issue anymore because Trump has downplayed it so much. Yet, they're fearful that I'm still contagious. They still refuse to wear masks or stop having social gatherings. How can I educate these ignorant people, yes, my parents, about what's going on with COVID-19? If your damn near death didn't get their attention, I don't know what else you can do. That's the problem we got. There's too many damn stupid people. You were hospitalized with it. Yeah. What else yeah. is it? That's that's why we're leading the world in deaths and cases, and we're only 4% of the population, because we listening to that man in the White House. He yeah. got to go. Mm-hmm. All right, he will come November 3rd. All right, uh, coming up next, Church Complaints with Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam is back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Miss Ann is here with today's national news. President Trump's younger brother, Robert Trump, passed away on Saturday. He was 71 years old. Also in trending political news, we'll tell you about the speakers and performers at this week's Democratic National Convention going down in Milwaukee. And we'll also tell you uh, all these stories at the top of the hour. But today is Monday. Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here with today's church <coughs> complaints. <coughs> for sure, for sure, for sure. We are doing a, uh, all of my answers. To all of the complaints, no matter what you say, Deacon, uh, you don't have to change nary complaint. I am okay. I am going to answer all the church complaints under a theme today. Go I ahead, know. Deacon. I, I won't right, share it with you. I will surprise you. With you me. just gonna surprise me. All right, let's get down to business. Uh, Brother Reva stopped. He tested positive for COVID nineteen. Uh, but he read it wrong. He actually tested positive for cocaine on the 19th of July. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he's asking us to bail him out for 2000 <laughs> Thought you tested positive for what? cocaine is exactly what we going to treat you as. He is mm. no longer allowed to come to any service of any kind, and the mm. best place for him to ride this quarantine out is down there at the jailhouse. Go ahead. We gonna, we gonna leave him in there. Okay. All right. Uh, Sister Patterson has been making masks for all the members for $10. Now, Sister Dolores Kavanaugh ordered a mask, and when she got it, it was two masks sewn together. Uh, she called Sister Patterson and asked her, why is it like this? Sister Patterson told her, because you two-faced it. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, so uh, Sister Dolores boom. wants her money back and needs the church to help her get, you know, to get her ten dollars. So. We've I've asked uh, the sister who is the yeah. mask maker to uh, to uh, make personalized masks for members at the church. Uh, there was a man at Family Feud this week who was so large, his he put his mask on. And it looked like a stamp. <laughs> what? Wow. He had lip nose, everything. Well, everything was out the mask. So <laughs> I have asked the mask maker at the church the to personalize the mask from now on. So yeah. if you're two-faced, you're going to get a two-faced mask. <laughs> if you're real skinny, we're going to make you a skinny mask. If you're a big <laughs> person, we're going to make you a bigger mask. Yeah. 
Well, let me ask you this. What was you doing at what was you doing down at Family Feud? What was you doing down there? I'll oh, go man. down there with Steve sometime. I wanted to test I wanted to test He carried me down there sometime. He carried me down there. All right, Pastor. Listen now, uh, as you know, school has started. Uh, 32-year-old Demarcus Amos is supposed to get his GED this school year, but his mama, Sister Greta Amos, says she don't want her baby going down there to school during this pandemic. She says she's going to hold him back this year. Yeah, well, that'll be just like the uh, past 18 years he's been held back. That'll be nothing new. He ain't, he ain't graduated, ain't got no plans of graduation. She need to stop with this boy. There is no, there is no diploma that can help him at this point. Uh, he's he's thirty-two. Taking, he's still living with her path. Well, he's been taking a GED Ooh. since he was nineteen. Uh, nephew. Wow. Um, excuse yeah. me, Deacon. Deacon. Yeah. You can't. You can't pass the GED in thirteen years. <laughs> <laughs> there is a mild deficiency. In your mental capacity to retentionize information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I just want to write him off and just have him just clean up the church for money. Okay, well. Sweeping and mopping. Sweeping and mopping. Mopping and sweeping. Mopping and sweeping. In that order. In any, any order. That is, if he can remember the order. Yeah, well, he has trouble remembering. That's why. Well, he... We gonna add Dustin next month. Mm-hmm. Sweeping, mopping, and then Dustin next month. Mm-hmm. Um, sweeping, mopping, and Dustin. Okay. Sweeping, mopping, and Dustin. Uh-huh. Dustin, mopping, and sweep. Yeah, okay, I get it to him. Uh, look at here, our brother Kendrick Lewis, who is blind. He bought a Spanish First guide. Of all, do- excuse, excuse me, excuse me. Uh-huh. You can't open up a complaint by a blind person by saying, "Look here." <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm, Check. Can I say, look here, I'm sorry, man. You might want to go back. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, uh, look here, what see I'm... here. I'm about to show you something. All that's out. Listen up. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah, you can go listen, listen up. Listen up. Listen up. Hear me. Listen up. Uh, Brother Kendrick Lewis, who you know is blind, he brought a, he bought a Spanish guide dog. Uh, from a Spanish family. Now he's saying that the dog don't speak English, and uh, he keeps walking him. What? He, well, he don't hear English. He don't know English, so the, that's the problem. But the dog keep walking him to Taco <clears throat> Taco Bell. Uh, he's asking that the church get him a dog that knows English. That's what he's asking. Well, we, we, he has it all wrong. You don't buy a dog that know English, you buy a dog that can see cause you can't. Right. <laughs> now, just go where the damn dog take you for right now. But the dog keep walking him to Taco Bell. Walk your ass down there, maybe that's a message from God. Follow the dog. <laughs> maybe you need to start listening to your dog. Taco Bell, you know. Yo quiero. Get Yo that quiero taco, taco salad, Bell. lose some weight. Taco Bell. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Pastor. <clears throat> now, these next two, you're going to have to talk to them. Uh, you're going to have to talk to the Siamese twin. Uh, Rayvon and Cravon, they, uh, they've been breaking into uh, 
some of the female members' houses and stealing their bras uh, for face masks, and they're mostly 38 double Ds. Uh, it's it's, it's uh, supposed to be fits them perfect when they put a bra on for masks during this pandemic. And uh, that's why on Zoom uh, at the church, uh, some of the sisters are, are not wearing one, and I know you probably didn't have noticed that. I don't know if you have. I have noticed that, and I have um, this just between me and you, Deacon, off the air. Uh-huh. Um, I sent uh, Cravon and Ravon down there to do that because there were certain sisters that needed to be brawless and told. You know, I, oh, I you behind this. I didn't know you were behind it. Oh, well, well when you see some of these twins in it, I, I'm on either side of them. Yeah. Oh. All right. yeah. A mess, a mess. Uh, that's, all, that's all the complaints I actually have, Pastor. That's it for now. But I will well, take care of I take care of the twins, and then. Um, so what is you the, saying? You you shout a complaints today? Uh, no, I, 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 I brought five of them. Shout. Thank you, Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam, for church complaints. Can't be six feet tall. (laughs) Coming up at the top of the hour, political and entertainment and national news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump's younger brother, Robert Trump, passed away on Saturday. Some sad news. Uh, The president released a statement saying, in part, it is with heavy heart that I share with you my wonderful brother, Robert, passed away. He was not only my brother, but he was my best friend. Joe Biden sent the president an empathetic note saying, I know the tremendous pain of losing a loved one. That's sad. That's class. That's class. That's class. Mm -hmm. class. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's sad for the president, though, to lose your brother. I don't know if they were that close. Huh? What'd you say? This is the brother that he got to sue his niece from from writing the book. For writing the book? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Before he died, he he did that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. He was uh, 71. (laughs) Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. How old is Trump? Too old to be acting immature. Yeah, too old to be so petty. <laughs> All old, of enough, the old enough to know better, huh? Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Sure. Definitely. Yes, sir. Definitely. Yeah. All right, in other political news, the Democratic National Convention kicks off today in Milwaukee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There will be some Democratic Party business in Milwaukee, but the DNC will mostly uh, be four nights of virtual programming, and Joe Biden will give his presidential nominee acceptance speech this Thursday. Other headliners and speakers include our forever president, Barack Obama, former First Lady Michelle Obama, Senator Bernie Sanders, Jill Biden, uh, former President Clinton, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Senator Cory Booker, Democratic politician Stacey Abrams, and VP nominee Kamala Harris. All right. That's a very good, very good heavy hitter lineup right there. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. You don't want to miss it. You forgot one. You forgot one, Shirley. Who? Shucky Ducky. Shucky Ducky will be speaking. <laughs> what, Jay? Shucky Ducky will be making quack calls. quack. Ducky I don't Ducky. know. I don't know why that's funny, but it's just funny. Because <laughs> you, I don't I know why you're stupid, but you just like Shucky Ducky. Shucky, my dude. When you call nice his guy. name, it's just funny, man. Shucky Ducky. <laughs> Shucky All right. Ducky. Yeah, along with those heavy hitters, they, they have some serious uh, performers as well. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, John Legend, Common, 
the chicks. Now these are formerly the Dixie Chicks, right? But right. now the they're Dixie the chicks. chicks. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, the chicks. chicks. Yeah, Billie Eilish uh, and Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Speakers like tonight uh, tonight include get this lineup: uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, Senator Amy Klobuchar, oh. and Representative Jim Clyburn. Okay, that was uh, oh, Congressman John Lewis's um, yeah best friend. Yeah. yeah, so, you know, make sure we watch That's and participate. Nice. Yeah, only 78 days now until November 3rd, the election. I mean, it's we feel good right now. It looks Trump good right now. He's coming. Yeah, <laughs> but, you know, we can't take anything for granted. 78 days no. until, okay, until the November 3rd election. So um, you can go right now to get registered to vote at vote411.org and get your dates as to when you can early vote. We want to early vote this year, okay? We want to let them know we are not playing. Yeah. That's right. I'm excited about the convention. Yeah, Yeah, I am too. I am too. Uh, All right, Steve, uh, another weekend of heavy gun violence in Chicago and in New York. Yeah. We're going to get the latest on today's headlines. So, Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, everybody. This is Ann Tripp with the news, and good Monday morning. Well, the uh, first ever virtual Democratic National Convention opens today with a spirit of unity and shared purpose. The party's moderate and liberal wings are agreeing, at least for now, to set aside their differences and focus on defeating President Trump in November. Tonight's theme is We the People. And as you just heard, some of the speakers include Bernie Sanders and former First Lady Michelle Obama. By the way, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris have expressed their condolences to President Trump as he mourns the loss of his younger brother, Robert, who died Saturday night. He was 71. The White House has not yet provided a cause of death. However, Robert Trump was reportedly on blood thinners and experienced a brain bleeding after a recent fall. The president says his brother Robert was his best friend. The House Democratic leadership has decided to bring the nation's congressmen and women back from their summer recess this week to discuss some of the issues facing the U.S. Postal Service and to vote on the Delivery for America Act. Union members have complained that the man that uh, that Donald Trump appointed to head the mail agency, Louis DeJoy, has been slowing down mail delivery. And CNN and other news organizations have reported that Postal Service has been removing uh, uh, mailboxes, letter collection boxes in at least four states, New York, Oregon, Montana, and Indiana, and even sorting machines, something the White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows denies. There's no sorting machines that are going offline between now and the election. That, that's something that my Democrat friends are trying to do uh, to stoke fear out there. Well, postal union leaders have also complained about other things like uh, the sudden elimination of overtime, leaving a lot of mail to be delivered the day after it could have been arrived. And citizens are complaining that their bills are late. Even medication has been arriving late in the mail. Democrats claim that the postmaster general is deliberately undermining the Postal Service operation to sabotage the expected mail in voting for the November election, a charge the postmaster is denying. President Trump has openly admitted that he feels that uh, mail-in votes will favor Democrats. The Georgia state NAACP has declared a state of emergency because of the, quote, never-ending acts of police violence that regularly and consistently, this is a quote, put our communities in danger. The civil rights organization has called for criminal charges to be filed against a white, now-fired policeman who shot and killed an unarmed black man whom he stopped for a traffic violation shot him in the head. Meanwhile, the grand jury in Mississippi has indicted three police officers on second-degree murder. They're accused of fatally injuring a man named George Robinson in Jackson last year. Mr. Robinson was black. All three cops are also African-American. 
The NBA has dismissed a freelance photographer from the league's bubble in Orlando for posting an offensive meme on his Facebook page, apparently referring to Kamala Harris. Bill Baptist shared an image that says, a vote for Joe and the hoe. Nobody thought that was funny. And finally... All major baseball teams yesterday paid tribute to the 100th anniversary of the Negro Leagues. The players, managers, and coaches, umpires all wore commemorative patches on their uniforms. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. Come on, Steve. Introduce your your, your friend, Jay. Uh, there are you, a moment in my career that I look back on with much wonder and amazement. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> this moment is a man who really was instrumental in teaching me the art of comedy. Okay. And after that, I've watched him progressively <laughs> take it too damn far. Over that Ladies end. and gentlemen, the too far gone friend of mine. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Anthony Brown. Come back, Jay. Thank you, Steve. Now, you know, from time to time, I come on here and I talk about foolishness. And also, just a little side note, if you're, like, looking at your listing, Chucky Ducky speaks on Thursday. He speaks on Thursday. <laughs> anyway, back to what I have been talking to some doctors. Me and Tommy have teamed up again to put something together. And we've talked to some doctors to help people who are going through a serious problem. Is that right, Tommy? Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah, yeah, Jay's right. So, you know, know, before he actually tells you what it is, I want you guys to, like, listen to the pain in these brothers' voices. You need to hear that. I couldn't eat. I couldn't sleep. The night sweats. I didn't know what was going on. I I started to hear voices. I was checking my phone every 10 minutes for for missed calls, and, and, and nobody was reaching out to me. I started to think I was being followed. Well, actually, I wanted to be followed, but it, there was nobody following me. Day 91. I'm hanging in there. They say, one day at a time. I know I can do it. I got this. What these guys are suffering from is SPD. In case, what? you know, people, y'all don't know exactly what that is. That is a side piece depression. Oh. Side piece depression. <laughs> what? Going through it. That's SPD. That's what SPD is. Now, now listen, listen. Before you guys start laughing, we've got doctors on standby to talk to people, to help Uh you. Uh, Um, If you call 1-800-I-can't-take-this-no-more. Right, or Or you can call uh, 1-800-I-miss-my-side-piece. 1-800-I-miss-my-side-piece. I miss my side-piece. Are you crying, Tommy? Well, I understand. Yeah, it's because they... it's sad. You heard the pain in these people's voices. I mean, how could you? Got, are you insensitive? I did. Now, <laughs> the fine? real number to call if you really mm-hmm. need help right away and you uh-huh. can't take it no more, jot this number down, guys, because it's with yeah. the doctors are there. Okay. The number is, listen to me, 777-9311. That's the number oh, yeah. to call. Yes. Pick up the phone. Stupid. Stupid. Yeah. Seven, <laughs> Seven seven seven. SPD. <laughs> Side piece question. All right. Well, thank you, Jay and Tommy, for clearing that up for us. Uh, we here to help. Coming up in thirty-four minutes after the hour, President Trump is trying to undermine the post office. Wait till you hear this to increase Man. his re-election chances. <laughs> we'll talk he about it right after show. this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What is going on? Um, 
Are we, as we get ready for the kickoff of the Democratic National Convention tonight in Milwaukee, it's going down. Meanwhile, the president is trying to undermine the post office to increase his reelection chances. Is he watching the polls? What is he doing? We all know the president wants to block emergency funding to the U.S. Postal Service because he is afraid voting by mail would threaten his reelection. According to CNN, U.S. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy has slowed down mail delivery, removed high-speed letter sorters, and issued a warning to election officials that the mail-in ballots will no longer automatically be moved as priority mail. In addition... Yeah. In addition, the United States Postal Service has started reducing post office operating hours across the country. DeJoy called it restructuring. Oh, that's what we're calling it now. Restructuring. Okay. Sounds like a lot like voter suppression to me. Yeah, does it? Yeah. Yeah. He's calling it restructuring, though, Junior. Uh, Democratic House Speaker uh, Nancy Pelosi and the House Oversight Committee will hold an emergency hearing on the mail delays and the possible uh, White House interference. Okay, right. here's, here's so. a fact. The United States Postal Service is one of the most highly rated government uh, institutions that they are. Mm-hmm. Democrats voted 91% approval of the Postal Service in this country. Guess what the Republicans voted? What? 91%. They approve it 91%. They approve it 91%. Mm-hmm. So, see, why would you defund it? Why would it need regulating? Why would you need to do anything to something that has such a higher rated approval? But it came directly from the president's mouth. He said that he thought ballot voting would not be good for his candidacy, and he's against it. Mm-hmm. And so now, And here's another thing. The majority of the mailboxes that were removed were in Democratic districts. Wow. That's a shame. Really, this is where we are, though. This this is unbelievable. It's a shame. It really really is. And and the amount of people who are willing to ignore what he's doing Mm -hmm. sends a clear message to me Mm -hmm. that it ain't just he that's morally corrupt. Huh. Oh, I see. What because you're mm-hmm. if you a okay with everything this man is doing, seriously, man, you're just overlooking moral corruption at the highest level, yeah. and I, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see how mm-hmm. we can allow that. Mm-hmm. But if you're a more corrupt person, you're okay with going along with it. That's the sad part of this. That's what makes this election so important for those of us who are at the hands and the whims of this policy of this administration. I'm telling Mm y'all, can't do four more years of this dude. What he's going to do with another four, you won't even believe it. See, we've got to send a message to the world that, like Joe Biden said, this is not who we are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if we don't get that message over to the rest of the world, we're in trouble with all of our relationships. The, the prime minister has spoken out against the, prime, the, the the country, the way the police brutality is, the way the president is handling this election. Canada, everybody's looking at this going, what are they doing up there? This was supposed to be the model democracy. It's not. It's turning into a dictatorship. 
This man is taking the presidency and running it like he king. That's true. I, I don't. I don't need a king. I. I have a king. He's my Lord and Savior. He's my king. That's right. I. My. I don't give nobody else king. You don't get to be that dude. No. Wow. Um. All right. Seventy-eight days left until we go to the polls, and hopefully we'll go before that. Okay. Go to vote411.org to register to vote, okay? And to find out about early voting. Uh, wow. We got to do this, man. Yeah, yeah we, we, we really have to. He trying to yeah. shut down the post office? The post office? Snatch All right. Yeah. <laughs> Coming up next, the nephew is here with the prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, I taught this young man everything he knows. Okay? Uh-huh. Right now, mm-hmm, uh, the nephew is in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Nev? I got my favorite socks. That's the title. My favorite socks. Let's rock. Hello, I'm trying to reach the Charles yeah, this y'all. Okay, uh, are you the guy? Do you live in apartment? Who is this? My name Benny, man. I live in. Let me say this to you, man. This like the third time this that happened, you know. And I done got fed up with it, so I'm finna sit. We finna get hold this up, straight. Hold up, man. Wait, wait, wait. Who? Who are you again? My name Benny, man. I live in. Let's listen. Do you use the washroom on the property? Yeah, man. I use the washroom. What's up? Okay. This is the third time this to happen. Last night was, was the third time, all right? Now, the first time, I, I happened to be in the washroom with you, and I come up with a shirt missing. Now, the second time was, was, was uh, uh, my T-shirt, my Chicago Bulls championship T-shirt. Mm-hmm. I saw your girl with it on. Now, last night, last night was the one that drew the line. My favorite socks was missing out the dryer when whoa, I whoa, come whoa, back wait, to get wait, my stuff. Up, so I don't know what you're doing, man, when you're in this washroom. If you decide you're just going to go shopping in the dryer and get what you want out of it from other people's stuff, man. But this hey, ain't Tyler, cool. Hold up. I'm a grown man. What are you talking about shopping? I work every day. I buy my own Listen, you call me tripping about some clothes. And worse, you call me tripping about some socks? You I'm right. They my favorite socks. So what, what I got a problem is, what, what makes you think you can start opening up dryers, getting people's stuff out, man? Hold up. What makes you think I'm opening up? Hold up. You got the wrong one. Where you getting my number from, anyway? I got your number from the leasing office. The leasing office? I told them I needed to... Say what? They done lost their mind giving you my number, calling me with some about some socks. Hey, man, they my favorite socks. And look here, I want my socks back from you, man. I'm going to say this one more time. You done lost your mind. Okay, I'm going to say this one more time. Either I'm going to get them socks, or I'm going to get that oh, one of the two. You got a plan. You say you live in five. What? I live in You That's got where a plan. I live. Stay at I'll knock on your door in about 10 minutes if it's okay with you, partner. Hey, man, it's whatever. All I know is you better bring them damn socks when you bring your around here. I'm going to bring my favorite socks. You got my favorite socks. And you crying like a little about some socks? Man, the hell with you. You got my man, socks, I'm gonna man. Man, I'm going to enjoy whipping your part. Hey, I'm man, you better socks. have shirt. You better have my Chicago Bull Championship shirt. And you better have my socks. You can't be taking people's stuff out the washroom. That's fine, partner. You got three whippers come. Socks, shirt, and a T-shirt. That's what you want. You got a whipping coming for all of them. But that's fine with me, dog. But all I do, I want my socks back, man. You act like my little sister with a whole crying. Hey, man, don't worry about that. I, I, I bet. 
better not catch you or your sister in my stuff. I'm going to tear it off. You hear me? You ain't going to tear a thing off nobody. You done lost your mind, first of all. Why don't you just head on down to the washroom so I can whoop your now? I'll meet you in the washroom right now, but you better bring my socks with you. You hear me? I'm bringing a whooping to you, punk. I'm going to put you inside that damn dryer and turn it on since you're stealing stuff out of it. You done lost your mind. Let me tell you one thing. Hurry up. Put your on. Get down to the washroom now. I'm tired of my shoes. I'm going to I'm already walking that way. So now what? what? When you see me, you know me. No, no, when you, I already know you. Once you get busted in the head, you'll know what's going on. I wish you ain't a man enough, but I'm going to... Hey, hey, I'll tell you what. How long is it going to take you to get your over there? It's going to take me about two minutes. Pa. All I'm right, then. And guess what else I'm bringing with what me, What you pa? bringing now? Is, is you listening to see what I'm bringing? Man, what? This is nephew Tommy. From man, the I don't give a Say what, man? <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> hey, Charles, this nephew Tommy from the oh, Steve Harvey Morning man. Show, man. Yo, oh, girl, man. Shandria got me to prank you, man. Man, y'all wrong. <laughs> y'all wrong. Man, I got one boot on. I'm on my way down the stairs. I'm going to beat somebody. <laughs> Tommy, come on, man. Tell me it ain't so. Man, I'm talking about I know ain't no grown <laughs> man on this phone crying over no Oh, man, some socks, crazy. man. Some socks. Man, some socks. Boy, you know y'all tripping. <laughs> hey, man, I got one more question, baby. What is what is the baddest radio show in the land? Man, that's easy. The Steve Harvey Martin Show. <laughs> Charles, I got you, man. All right, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Yeah. 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 Where, where you, where you, you play too much. You playing with that? Yeah. But they socks in the living room, Jay. In the Jay, living I have room. no. D- <laughs> <laughs> Normally after the prank, I let you know what where I'm gonna be. I ain't gonna I be nowhere. Gonna be I... uh, in the kitchen. Home. Change it to the kitchen. Yeah, where you gonna be? Catch me in my backyard. Uh, yeah. yeah. I know. I know. Look at look at look at the backyard. Look at the front yard. That's yeah. pretty much it, man. And get in your car and ride. <laughs> you know what the excitement is? Friday. Friday what? they come cut the yard. Ain't nothing like yeah. smelling fresh cut grass. Like oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's all it I is, look for. It's, it's, it's a game changer, huh? <laughs> Listen to this with you, Jay. <laughs> I never thought the, the, my gardener, so my gardener has, gets around more than me, man. He gets to go different places. I don't go nowhere. At least yeah. you go to different houses. I don't go no damn way, man. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, man. Well, ride. yeah. I mean, it's our lifestyle right now. We got to deal with it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Tommy, did you pick this? Do you get dressed because... up, Shirley? Are you getting dressed up? Uh, uh no. The most dressed up I get is to put this. Uh, you see this red. Uh, satin coat that I have on sometimes that, it's cool in here. You mean that yeah. nobody else could see? Right. <laughs> see? <laughs> That's the most dress. And I put on lipstick. I miss lipstick. I put lipstick on when we come to work. That's it. Because don't, we don't have to wear a mask. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. One time I put some lipstick on and I forgot I put my mask on when I took it off. My lipstick was smeared all oh, over my face. Don't, I mean, don't you really face. hate when that happens? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, girl. Yes, girl. Yes. You just forget. You know, you just forget yeah. some things. Yeah. Habits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I rolled by this um, outdoor um, playground yesterday. There were grown men and young men playing basketball. No masks. 
close up to each other, just out there playing a game of basketball. Do you ever feel like you want to say something to people? I know, but. Well, but in the league, though, they got testing. They got everybody in the bubble. Right, right. So people are watching them play basketball, but they're not understanding what they've done in the NBA is a little bit. It's in the bubble. Everybody's tested, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's you playing These basketball. Guys, yeah, we're just out can on I, the court. Can I say outside. something about the bubble? Can uh-huh. I say something about mm-hmm. the bubble? What about the bubble, mm-hmm. Jay? To the stupid people, the stupid people out there. It's not a real bubble, okay? So <laughs> then, <laughs> I've had an for... argument with a with a fool about, about <laughs> this bubble. They down there in Disneyland, and what they built was a real. No, it's not a real. It's not, Look, dumbass, there's no bubble, okay? They're not inside a real bubble. But it made sense to them because it was Disney World. They got a bubble down in Disneyland. No, there's no bubble. It got on your nerves, Jay. I mean, you ever argue with a fool? They made a complete bubble over all Disneyland. And I don't know how they made it. But once you find out, though... That they're not wrapped too tightly. You leave usually, right? You don't keep arguing yeah, you with them. Quit talking yeah. to them. You yeah. don't keep arguing with them. <laughs> You're out of there at some point. It's, it's not a real bubble, okay? So. <laughs> they're looking for it, though. They say that bubble, NBA bubble, and, and Tyler Perry bubble is the bubble, baby. That's the one. Yeah. Tyler Perry and bubble. apparently right, Family right. Feud as well. They're doing a well, great I job, Well, I mean, we're too, on the Tyler the Perry lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Tyler got hazmat suits walking around and everything. <laughs> Get your mind right over here. Is he in one? Have you seen is he in one? No. Nah, Tyler Perry no. got a real bubble. That's a real bubble. They got a bubble. That's a real bubble. <laughs> All right, nephew. Thank you for the prank phone call. Coming up next, right. it's the strawberry letter <laughs> subject. I taught this young man everything he knows. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on I hear you, Steve, on dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. Hey. That's for you, Jay. That's for you. <laughs> Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the Strawberry Letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, I taught this young man everything he knows. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have a confession to make, and I know I can count on Steve to give it to me straight. I am a divorced female, and I work as a corporate trainer. I'm 49 years old, and I have one daughter and a granddaughter. Last fall, I was called to train staff at an insurance agency. One of the male trainees got my attention and asked me for a business card before I left. He left a message on my office phone and invited me to dinner the next night. I knew he was a bit younger than I am, but I was flattered and went on a date with him. We have so much in common. It's hard to believe he's only 25. After that date, we've been inseparable and I've had a hard time hiding him from my daughter and my family. I've taken him on several business trips with me, and he looks great in all of the suits and nice shoes I've bought him. Uh, I've taught him etiquette and how to appreciate the finer things. We took a cooking class, and he knows how to hand roll sushi for me. I showed him the art of making love to a real woman, and he mastered it. 
He's basically the perfect man for me, but the age difference will be a problem in the long run. I know my family and friends will judge me because he's two years younger than my daughter. He wants to get married so we can live together, and he wants me to meet his mother and grandmother. You know this isn't going to go over well with them. Men have always met and married younger women, but it's not as accepted when women do it. I would hope that I'm everything this man needs and he won't want a younger woman someday. Can this work or have I wasted all of my training on the wrong man? Um, okay, so do you have a training thing going on here? Uh, <laughs> sounds like sounds like you're a sugar mama uh, uh, because you're buying him so much stuff, okay? Um, you know, the, you have a lot to be concerned about in this relationship. You, you're a, a mother and a granddaughter, and this guy is just two years younger than your daughter. I mean, we talk about this a lot on the show, the double standard. There are things that women can do that men can't or, or, or don't or won't do, and there are things that men can do that women can't or don't do. Uh, you said it in the letter. Men have always met and married younger but uh, it's not as accepted uh, when women do it. And mainly that's because women have a biological clock inside of them where we have to do things like have children at a certain age. Um, and the facts are that you are twice this young man's age, which, mean, which means you have way more life experience than him. Uh, you came in as the trainer. He's the trainee, which means you have way more experience than him. You're, you're buying him suits, as I mentioned, and shoes and stuff. You also have to think that, um, you know, he might want kids of his own. And that's where you have to think about your biological clock and the time. You know, he might want kids at some point. Uh, as far as the love goes, of course, we all know the heart wants what it wants. It doesn't care about age or race or religion or anything like that. But you, as the older, more experienced person, you have to let your 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 thinking get involved here, your head. Um, you have to think about these things if he wants kids in the future and what the future might hold. Yeah, he will probably look at younger women. You guys, you're twice his age, okay? Um I don't know if you'll be able to live with that or not as you get older. I mean, I'm sure you're beautiful right now. I'm sure you are. Um, but, you know, you got to think about that, that 25-year-old age difference. I, I don't think that's going to work, uh, you know. And if you can live with all of that stuff, then go for it. I, I don't think you should. I wouldn't do it. This has nothing to do with your your what your uh, family or your friends say or anything like that. It's not their business. This is the decision that you have to make. And I think as the adult in this situation, um, you know, I, I don't. I wouldn't do it. I'll put it like that. Steve, you already know. <laughs> You already know. So you want Steve to give it to you straight because you know he's going to give it to you straight? Surely gave it to you. Mm -hmm. Surely gave it to you. <laughs> Mud, since you want to hear from Steve, here we go. I'm going to point out some things Shirley pointed out and point out some stuff Shirley didn't point out. Uh, you're a corporate trainer. You're 49 years old. You have one daughter and a granddaughter. 49. Let's just round it off, say you're 50. Women don't like to round it off up. So let me just go and get to it. Because you about to be 50 any damn way. Might have had a birthday by the time we read this letter on the air anyway. So let's just say you're 50. <laughs> wow. <laughs> now, let's go. You got a daughter that's 27. And you got a granddaughter. 
You train people. That's your calling in life. You train people. So you go to this uh, agency, you're training some people, dude got your attention, asked for a card, left a message, invited you to dinner next night. You know, I knew he was a bit younger than I am, but I was flattered. Because you're bored. <laughs> you divorced. You've been single for a while. You're bored. You figure, hey, you've been on this session. Let me go on out to dinner with him. We have so much in common. What the hell <laughs> you got in common with a boy that's 25 years, a young man who's 25 years younger than you? What y'all both like to eat? Mm. You don't play video games. You ain't into sport. He like black dresses. You had on the black dress. That ain't nothing in common. Hang on, Steve. Hang on. <laughs> All right. We'll be back with part two of Steve's, uh, Steve's response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Title of today's letter, I Taught This Young Man Everything He Knows. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. I taught this young man everything he knows. Well, you're a teacher. You're a trainer. You're 49 years old. You go out on this uh, insurance thing to train a group of people. Young dude catches eye, asks you for a business card, invites you to dinner. You flattered because he's your age. You go out with him. He's much younger than you. But you sit there, and all of a sudden, y'all got everything in common. No, you don't. (laughs) No, you don't. And I'll prove it to you in the letter. Lady... You have so much in common. Y'all don't like the same music, and y'all don't go to the same places. Mm. Y'all ain't had the same life in children. Y'all ain't had the same life experiences. You can make children, he can't. You got kids, he don't. Mm. He play video games, you don't. He got a family, he ain't got no family, you do. What y'all got in common? I Mm. sure would like to know what it is y'all got in common. Or what did you sit there and fabricate in your mind that made it so good? Well, let me tell you what. Well, after that date, we've been inseparable. So much for in common. I've had a hard time hiding him from my daughter and my family. Listen to me. I've taken him on several business trips with me, and he looks great in all of the suits and nice shoes I bought him. You know why? Because he was wearing sneakers and T-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> You had to buy him them shoes and them suits because you couldn't take his T-shirt wearing ass nowhere with you. I thought y'all had a lot in common. He don't know how to dress. You taught him to, your letter, I taught this young man everything he know. He ain't know nothing. You taught him everything. He didn't know nothing. You taught him everything. And you got a lot in common. What? He didn't know how to hand roll sushi when you met him. Now you got him hand rolling sushi. Let me tell you something. I went in a sushi restaurant in Atlanta one night. And this Mm -hmm. is years ago. Years ago. Mm -hmm. Kings of comedy years. And it was two black guys behind the counter at the sushi place. I turned around and walked right out. The two black dudes say, Steve, come on in, man. The sushi good. I said, y'all know good and hell well. Y'all don't know nothing about cutting no damn sushi. (laughs) (laughs) That is not our job. If you back here fish, I'll sit down. But you slicing raw fish, boy, stop. (laughs) Now, you done got him to hand roll sushi for you. I showed him the art of making love to a real woman, and he mastered it. 
he okay, you can say he mastered it. Right. He done got better at it. You can't get worse at sex. You no, just you, get you better should. at it. So he's teachable. He's basically the perfect man for me. Mm. Except you can't take him around your daughter, your family, or your friends. But the age difference will be a problem in the long run. No, it's a problem now. So why are you talking about this problem in the long run? You can't take him nowhere. He don't know nothing. You didn't taught him everything. It's a problem now. I know my family and friends going to judge me because he's two years younger than my daughter. It's a problem now, not in the long run. This problem ain't going to get better. You going to get older, and the gap is going to be more obvious. He wants me to meet his mother and grandmother. Let me tell you something. They going to eat your ass alive. You go in there with this boy's mama and grandmama. He don't even, he's so stupid. You didn't teach him what was going to happen when he walked your old ass in there with his mama and grandmama, did you? Who's going to be worse, though, Steve, the mom or the grandmother? The grandmama going to kill him. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> oh, so you one of my friends. <laughs> mm, you an Eastern you star. nothing. Mm. <laughs> Oh, she got oh, yeah. glasses on. Come on. I saw you down at the hall, didn't I? <laughs> you look like the girl that work at the tavern I go to. Mm. See, it's gonna get bad for you. They're gonna eat your they yeah. gonna eat you alive. You you walk your old ass in there with this <laughs> daughter that's two years older than this boy. They already know what you did. They already know you that you done whipped him. Cause see this boy, he's whipped. And they know you done put it on him like he ain't never had it before. And now yeah. you he want to marry you? Has he lost his rabbit-ass mind? Yeah. Talk to point, Talk to you, you, done, you done whipped him <laughs> this bad that he wants to marry you? Mm-hmm. And you going to go in there and face his mother and grandma? I hope you do. Well, she said you finna find out. I don't give a damn. Uh-huh. You know this ain't gonna go over uh-huh. well with them. Okay, so you once again she see knows. when you said in this letter this is gonna be a problem in the long run. Mm-hmm. I keep telling you it's a problem now. You hiding him from your friends. You got him here from your daughter. He's two years younger than your daughter. You got a granddaughter. You take him everywhere. You done taught him everything because his ass stupid. He ain't know nothing. You know, men have always met and married younger women, but it's not as accepted when women do it. I would hope that I'm everything this man needs and he won't want a young woman someday. What? <laughs> what? Who the hell don't want a younger woman? Some, what? <laughs> what? What? You All this stuff you done taught him to master. You don't think he don't want to show this to nobody? <laughs> there you go. All right. Thank you, Steve. We'll leave it right there. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. She crazy. She know this ain't going to work. She knows. On Instagram and Facebook. And coming up at But I do minutes. want you to go meet his mom and grandmama, though. Please do that for me. <laughs> and let and us write know us how back. it turned out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Coming up in 46 minutes after the hour, Junior Sports Talk coming up. Yeah, right after this. Come on, Junior. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. The moment we've been waiting for. Junior yeah. is here with Sports Talk. Give it yeah, to us, Junior. Baby. We got Uh-oh. something to talk about today. Yeah. Yeah, not only does the Dem- Democratic National Convention start today, but the playoffs in the NBA start today. Uh, yeah, I know. Thanks. Everything starts Already? today. Already? Yeah, no. man. Yeah, man. Lakers ain't playing today, wow. though. But who we got, though? Let's look at the Eastern Conference. Who, just tell me who you got. Let me no, know. no, we'll go ahead and call it. 
Milwaukee and Orlando, seven game series. Oh no, Milwaukee. Okay, we got Milwaukee. Mi- okay, Milwaukee in because they having a little troubles right now, but they gonna win it in five. Five. Uh-huh. Toronto Raptors versus Brooklyn Nets. Uh, they go. Toronto gonna win it in five. And Toronto is ball. Are they the defending champ? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, here we go. They Boston might even Celtics. Boston Celtics. It's gonna be a rough. Season. Philadelphia 76ers. It's gonna be rough, Ooh. man. Cause uh, your boy, their light skinned Simmons is out. Mm-hmm. Joel Embiid, he could rise to the occasion, but he just keep he keep shooting damn jumpers. He, <laughs> he won't. He won't. He won't take his ass down there and be big. Big as he is. Hey yeah. dog. Hey dog. Hey, hey dog. He just he wasted the paint. seven feet. No. Dog. Dog. He he gonna be out there shooting them three. He just out here wasting his seven foot ass. <laughs> take your ass down there and be big, and run over Al Horford ass and show his ass what a big man do. Get everybody in foul trouble and your team stand a chance. But no, nah, no, nah, your ass gonna be out there shooting jumpers. Man, miss me. Celtics gonna win it. Okay, Indiana Pacers and Miami Heat. Uh. I think the Heat gonna get their ass because Jimmy Butler the them cold. But I love that. I love that Oko. I can't never say his name. The little. The, the point guard, the guard at uh, Indiana, they cold. Well, you gonna take you gonna take paces, paces. No, no, I'm going with the Heat, man, Miami, okay. man. All right. Well, yeah. here we go. Let's go to the West now. Hey, dog. Here we Butler go. Them strong. Yeah, they is. Los Angeles Lakers, Portland. Mm. Lakers first Portland. round too. Yeah. Oh, Lakers first round. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Lakers gonna get their ass. They ain't playing today, but they gonna get their ass. Yeah. It's gonna be a hard series though. Portland strong. Yeah, they Portland. They got they they backcourt nasty. Clippers, Mavericks. Clippers. For do they get a half a trophy or do they get a whole? (laughs) Yeah, 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 exactly, Jay. They get a half a trophy. That's right. That's what they get. Yeah, go ahead, Junior. Yeah, Devin Nuggets, Utah Jazz on it. I don't really care. That that series don't mean nothing yeah. to me. I Rockets, Oklahoma City Thunder. Was was that a brush off answer you gave me? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, get one out more, the conversation type answer. Yeah, uh, Rockets, that's that's gonna be hard. I, the Rockets gonna get them. Cool. There it is. Playoffs right. set. We got that with picks and everything. Wow. Right, ready for the ball or the trophy? Chris Paul gonna shake him up. How he gonna be mad? He gonna be mad. Yeah, he's going to be mad about this one. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, tell me something, some good news right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Tell me something, good news, uh, some good Steve Harvey Morning Show news. We've always loved country music icon Dolly Parton, and we love her even more now uh, after she recently voiced her support of Black Lives Matter during an interview with Billboard magazine. Take a listen. I think that everybody needs to express themselves however they feel they have to. Like I said, I'm not out here to tell you what to do. I don't want you to tell me what to do. But I just do what my heart tells me to do. I ask God to direct me and lead me. And if I've got His direction, I don't have to worry too much about any anything else. But I do understand people uh, having to make themselves known and felt and seen. And of course, Black Lives Matter. Do we think our little white asses are the only ones that matter? No. Everybody matters. There you go. Yeah, I love that. And you know what was crazy, man? I was watching this in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. There was a white uh, woman or man holding up a sign saying Black Lives Matter. 
and they filmed the reaction to these people in Arkansas. The number of people that were riding by, yelling out insults at this white person going, you're white too. We're, we're white people. White people matter too. Listen, can I just say this to the white people that don't understand this? Black Lives Matter does not say white lives don't matter. What Black Lives Matter, all it's saying is, can our lives matter the same as everyone else's, especially yours? That's, can our life get the same value, mean the same thing as your life? This is justice and equality is not like pie. It's not like if you give us a bigger slice, that leaves less for you. No, can our life matter the same as your life? Not more, just the same. Black Lives Matter too. Dolly Parton just said it best. Yes, come on. Dolly. Our little white ass can't be the only life that matter. That's right. I'm oh. just quoting Dolly Parton. I don't have a little white ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Dolly Parton. We yeah, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Here's some more good news. Over the past year, civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump has made a name for himself as one of the nation's lawyers uh, who leads the charge for social justice. Here's some good news. Kenya Barris, creator of Blackish, uh, Black AF, is going to produce a documentary on the life and career of civil rights attorney Benjamin Crump. Uh, The documentary, isn't that nice? Yeah. Uh, The documentary will pull back the curtain on Crump's work on various cases. He's always on the front lines working and uh, the toll it takes on his family. So we have to say congratulations to our friend and family member, attorney Benjamin Crump. Yeah. 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 He deserves justice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good news. Yeah, that really is good news. What'd you say, Steve? I said them cues is everywhere. (laughs) 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 We just showing up. We clowning right now. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm proud of him, man. We're just showing up everywhere. Yeah. Doing some things. Yeah. I I was surprised that um, Kenya Barris is doing it because he's usually associated, as far as I know, with comedies. So, you know, like Blackish, Black A. Branching out. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, that he's branching off and um, branching out. Yeah, I I love. uh, Would you like somebody to do a life story on you? On me? I'm talking to the whole team. Oh, oh, okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah why not? Yeah. Um I'm, what I'm about you? I think who would play me? Who yeah, would you? I'm not Tommy could play my you. whole damn story. That's the hard part with me. I'm not you going to leave out some stuff? I'm going to leave so much <laughs> stuff out. You ain't going to be get all this hip hop. What dude. about Steve's life though? Yeah, who He can't who? tell all of that. I sure can. <laughs> you can't tell all of that. I can tell that. it after well, no my career is over. Everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I had to wait till my career over. Mm-hmm. If you just want the truth. What about you, Jay? <laughs> Who will play a young Jay? Cheryl Underwood. Uh, coming up, we'll have more of today's trending stories on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after the hour. Right, Crazy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, here's some Leo celebrity birthday news. This past Friday, the beautiful, the gorgeous Halle Berry. You guys aren't ready for this one. Halle Berry turned 54. 
Come on here, girl. 54 years old. Look on her at birthday. 24, girl. Yes. She posted a picture of herself in a swimsuit while on a skateboard. I got it. And then she posted a video of herself walking I got out of that the too. ocean. Yeah, that's the one. With that black bikini on. Yes. Black girl magic. Yes. She looks great. She looks absolutely fantastic. So uh. what's your favorite Halle Berry movie? I'll start with you, Tommy. Boomerang. Boomerang. Yeah. Yeah. Jay? The damn show wasn't Monster's Ball. That damn show wasn't. Mm-hmm. She got the Oscar there. The, the Wick. The last one, the Wick thing. Oh, John, John Wick, Wick 3. three. John yeah. Wick. Yeah, 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 John Wick 3. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Junior? All uh-huh. of them. <laughs> Catwoman <laughs> on the screen, all of them. <laughs> what about you, Steve? It don't matter. It's Holly. Yeah. Steve. I don't really, I don't really know. <laughs> what? I don't I don't know no movies. I'm I'ma just tell y'all. I, that, y'all that hurts. Gonna my believe heart. This. I I ain't never see Boomerang. Oh wow. What? So, Boy. Wow. wow. You missed a great get off, movie, get, Steve. Get, get I off the back. radio right what now. What about get you, Carl? Boomerang. Get off the radio right now. Get off yeah. the radio, right? Don't even close remark today. That's just, <laughs> matter of fact, your closing remark, you apologize to Halle for what you just said. <laughs> we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and trending news coming up at 33 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. President Trump's younger brother, Robert Trump, passed away on Saturday. Some sad news. Uh, the president released a statement saying, in part, It is with heavy heart that I share with you my wonderful brother, Robert, passed away. He was not only my brother, but he was my best friend. Joe Biden sent the president an empathetic note saying, I know the tremendous pain of losing a loved one. That's sad. That's class. That's class. That's class. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, sad for the president, though, to lose your brother. I don't know if they were that close. Huh? What'd you say? This is the brother that he got. To sue his niece from, from the writing for the writing book. the book. Yeah, oh, yeah, there. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Before he died, he, oh. he did that. Mm-hmm. All right. He was wow, uh, seventy-one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. How old is Trump? Right. Too old to be acting immature. Yeah, too old to be right. so petty. Well, <laughs> All old of enough, the above. Old enough to know better, huh? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Sure. Definitely. Yes, sir. Definitely that. Yeah. All right, in other political news, the Democratic National Convention kicks off today in Milwaukee. Yay, yay, yay. There will be some Democratic Party business in Milwaukee, but the DNC will mostly uh, be four nights of virtual programming, and Joe Biden will give his presidential nominee acceptance speech this Thursday. Other headliners and speakers include our forever president, Barack Obama, former First Lady Michelle Obama, Senator Bernie Sanders, Jill Biden, uh, former President Clinton, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, Senator Cory Booker, Democratic politician Stacey Abrams, and VP nominee Kamala Harris. All right. That's a very good... Very good heavy hitter yeah, lineup right there. Speakers. Yeah. Yes. Speakers. Mm-hmm. You don't want to um, miss it. You forgot one. You forgot what? one, Shirley. Who? Shucky Ducky. Shucky Ducky will be speaking. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, Jay? Shucky Ducky will be making a quack post. quack. Ducky, I don't know. I don't know why that's funny, but it's just funny. Because I, <laughs> I, I don't know why you're stupid, but you just like stupid. When you call nice his guy. name, it's just funny, man. Shucky Ducky. <laughs> All right. Ducky. 
<laughs> yeah, along with those heavy hitters, they they have some serious uh, performers as well. Uh, Jennifer Hudson, John Legend, Common, the Chicks. Now these are formerly the Dixie Chicks, right? But right. now they're the, the Chicks. Chick, the chicks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, the Chicks. Yeah, the Chicks. Yeah, Billie Eilish uh, and Billie Eilish. Mm-hmm. Speakers like tonight uh, tonight include get this lineup. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, Senator Amy Klobuchar, and Representative Jim Clyburn. Okay, that was uh, Congressman John Lewis's um, yeah best friend. Coming up, our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. I love it, Jay. <laughs> Thank you. Know how you. To make up for it. <laughs> yes, and we'll have some closing remarks coming up uh, at 49 minutes after from the one and only Steve Harvey. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Here we are, guys. Our last break of the day on this Monday. Democratic yeah. National Monday. Convention a really good starting. Monday, a real good one tonight. Yeah. Milwaukee. Yes, mm-hmm. in Herschel, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. That's yeah, one think, of the swing uh, um, states, right? Wisconsin. Miss Michelle Obama's going to be there, too. I yes. Think she's and Mr. Barack Obama, oh, right. Tommy. Yes. And Mr. Yeah. And Mr. Mr. Bill Clinton and Miss Hillary Clinton. Let's get it cracked. Shucky Ducky speaks on Thursday. Hey, Tommy. Tommy, if they ask you to speak, just if they ask you to speak, what what mm. would just be the subject you would cover? Oh. Uh, at the convention, Steve? Yeah, at the convention. Just, at the convention. Democratic convention. Just probably side piece Democratic. See, right? Hey, no. don't, <laughs> don't, 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 What don't. in the world? You know, I just Corona got love. ready to say. Corona I just love. got ready to say. Mm-hmm. Like, really think about it. Be you serious about him. it. Oh, oh okay. Serious. You want me to be oh, serious? He, he's serious. This is him. like if, they, if somebody gave you a radio show mm-hmm. and said, Mr. Miles, this is your show. I want you to say something compelling to your listeners. What would be a subject you would cover at the Democratic Convention if you were being serious and tr- and uh, making an attempt to be? Uh, <laughs> Why are you uh, laughing, Steve? Because you know the answer. He told making you. A, uh, making an attempt to be compelling. <laughs> uh, what you say, Tommy? Side piece delicate. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I he like already that. told you. I like that too. Stop I encouraging like that. him. <laughs> Know you who laugh. you talking to? You laugh. <laughs> Government you side pieces. Oh, God. I like it. Yeah. That's serious, Steve. That's very That's serious. serious. And it's not like it's not happening yeah. for in real life, too. Hello. We're going to talk about it at the convention. We're yes. going to bubble it up. It starts tonight. Uh, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo is set to speak tonight. That should be good. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Really good. God, he's, he's yeah. Speak. I'm watching uh, every night. So remember, 78 too, days, Jay. yeah, 78 days until November 3rd, uh, the election day. Register to vote at vote411.org. You can get your dates for early voting in your area. Again, go to vote411.org. These days are going fast. 78? Ooh. Wow. Yeah. Remember when it was 100 and stuff? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah we got to get show serious about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got mm-hmm. to. We got to. Yeah. You know, you know what, man? I just realized people that I went to high school with, I don't know them the way I thought I know them. People, Caucasian people that I went to high school with, I, I see them on Facebook and social media now, completely different from what I thought. Oh, I mean, they are super Trump views. supporters and everything, yeah. man. I just, yeah. I didn't well, know that growing oh, yeah. up. I didn't see that. Well, you, 
What? Well, we didn't have Trump. You went to Texas A&M. I'm talking about, what's wrong with that? That's still, I went to predominantly white high school. Yeah. I'm talking about kids I played with as, as, as junior high, elementary, junior high, high school. I did not see that in them. I did not see it at all. Oh. Played with them every day. All my, all my, all, everybody I went to junior high, high school with, severe Trump haters. <laughs> <laughs> your clique is the same. Your, your squad is the same. I'm saying, man, he's the opposite. But yeah. The direct opposite, man. I, I can't see them being nothing else. I talked to my um, I talked to my cousin over the weekend and we were talking about just, you know, getting the family up, make sure every family member is ready for uh-huh. November. He was saying, yeah, the family's cool, he said, but people my age, he's like early 30s, like maybe 31, 32, they are not interested. He said they're not. He lives in Arkansas. From oh, Chicago, lives wow. in Arkansas right now. He said pe- people his age. So we got to, I guess, I don't know, do more. Not to interested reach, to not vote? To not vote, yes. They're wow. not well, They're not see, interested in voting. We got to do more to reach see, this you, is can't re- you can't reason with them either. You cannot reason with them. They don't make sense. But see, I, I don't even see how scary. a person cannot be yeah. interested in what's going on. Let me say this. This is our world that we live in. Our world. This is our future that's in front of us. This is all of our futures. This is all of our world. If you don't think this is our world, just look at what's happened to us in 2020. For the first time ever, the entire world has had to grapple with an issue that we all have in common, and it's called COVID-19. This is our world. Whether you admit to it or not, we all have to deal and grapple with global warming. It may not be on the forefront of your plate, but this thing is real, y'all. Global warming is real. We have done so much to this earth, and now there's this big move to help Mother Nature. Oh, man, the big move is for us to stop blanking up Mother Nature. That's the movement. See, Mother Nature don't really need help, but we done blanked it up so bad, now we trying to fix it. See, this is our world, young people. This is our future, young people. I don't know if you're understanding this or not, but this thing called the future, you will be in it. And this November, you have a say-so. Listen to me. You have a president right now who doesn't believe in global warming. You have a president right now that does not believe in fair elections, that's taking up mailboxes in Democratic uh, precincts. You have a president that does not care about unity, will do as much divisiveness as he can just to be president. You have a president where the majority of people that he bought to Washington, D.C. are currently in jail. We have the most corrupt, immoral uh, uh, administration that we've had in my lifetime sitting in the White House right now. You're not interested. You better get interested because I got news for you. You're going to mess around and be here tomorrow, and tomorrow is your future. Now, we're pushing vote411.org vote411.org and get your ass interested
For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 